Welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. My name is Jeremy. I'm Eric. And here we are. And I have like the sounds of spit moving around in my mouth. Oh, as I, I hate speak. that sound. I can hear it. Maybe it's my jaw. Maybe it's my bones inside y- y- my head. You know what head. Uh, is really bad for that sound is NPR. If you ever listen to, I don't know if they get really close into the microphone and they. Talk Maybe they're really high, so have their mouths are really dry, and they're like. It's. I don't know if they're broadcasting week. from some place that doesn't have water, Under. but. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing. But so here, this this actually, cast. this actually reminds me of a story. It's dry humor. So one of the very few things, actually, this is going back in time. So let's look at like early '90s. One of the only things that you could get. Yeah, let's go back into the wayback machine. Well, Mr. Peabody, you, know, you um, were supposed to do the. Oh, look, everybody! It's 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 uh Stephen Jobs. Uh, he's he's young. He's, he's not still alive. Famous. He's still alive and he's, has more hair. He's playing with worms. And, and he's not as skinny as he was towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> he was a fatty as a kid. <laughs> no. Uh, so, anyways. Oh, jeez! Talk about poking the dead, huh? Too soon. Let's too have soon. a moment of silence. A little a little moment of silence for Jobs. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, that was in honor of the uh, of the fart apps, the many fart apps on the iPhone that yes, he created. Yes, That's for you, Jobs. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyways. One of the very few things you could get if you, um, on the radio, if you were to do a cross-country drive in the early 90s was NPR or some form of public radio, right? Because just about in every market you moved oh, sure. into, there I've would be- I've seen the circles- what? I've seen the circles. The NPR circles? Yes, there's oh, NPR circles. Oh, is there like a map or something? Yeah, or? Oh, of okay. Wisconsin. It's like, okay. there's one WRPS, WMBN, WWW, and it's like, they're, like all of Wisconsin is covered except for Milwaukee, apparently. Yeah. Oh, really? So in no, the, I... Oh, <laughs> in the early 90s, uh, we moved from Madison to New York, as you know. And so uh, my father and I went to go scope it out and, and check out our new digs or whatever, and we kind of left... Heike and Baby in tow back in uh, Milwaukee, I think, uh, at your parents. Oh, there's, so there's like a brief, there was like a like a two week or a month or so, not breakup, but like split of the family while we got everything settled, and then then we all joined up. At the, well, wasn't Heike pregnant? She was pregnant. Yep. Okay, yep. so she wasn't. She, the baby. Well, no, wasn't. no, no. She was. She was. No, she had given birth because we moved oh. in. We moved to New York when Ella uh, uh, <clears throat> when when Erica was. A baby. She was probably less than a year. I, I remember Heike saying that she was moving when while, she, or maybe they. She, she was, was packing. I think okay, packing. So she had. She oh pregnant. my gosh! Wow. So like we knew it was happening, but no, she gave birth at, at Meritor and Madison and everything like that, and we hadn't loaded up any truck yet. But there was definitely probably some packing going on while she was pregnant. And wow. anyways, so anyways, uh, St- Steve and I did a big road trip from from Madison to New York, and he we went back and forth between his mixtapes and NPR. And, you know, you, you could literally listen to Click and Clack or, you know, whatever other show was on NPR from... Fresh Air. Yeah, from Cleveland to... It was uh, the same show as Buffalo, they? you know. It, it, yeah, because, I mean, the schedule is the same. You'd, it would fuzz out. And generally, those stations are somewhere between 88.1 yep, and yep. 89.9. So you just kind of tune the dial. Oh, there it is. You catch it right back up again. But one of the things that struck me on that that, that road trip was the, the incessant... Yeah, like mix that with somebody talking, and I, 
no other radio station like top 40 hits or anything well that kind of juicy they don't talk as much <laughs> have you ever listened to other talk? well listen to lots of talk radio now you that. do maybe they had different kind of mics back then or something i don't know <laughs> yeah they had the juicy mics these mics will pick up everything juicy fruits yes. <laughs> or maybe were these i don't know maybe sponsored by uh, this this portion of the show is sponsored by juicy fruit by wrigley's by wrigley's spearmint yes. gum Mm-hmm. So, anyways, the way that you fix your car is you. Oh, even click and clack did that? No, not click and clack was different. It was it was generally the announcers that were like, and next on NPR, click and clack, the auto specialist will fix your cars. Well, they probably you know why that's probably because they didn't have like the uh, the shows. The shows were heavily produced. Yes, yeah, yeah. and so they probably cut all that out. They had like those. What are those called? The plugins yeah, in well, their software, or, whatever. No, or like they ran it through audio. Movie, yes. So well, they they had audio compression. They had audio devices that sure. uh, like analog devices that probably cut a lot. I of I don't that think junk you out. can filter this out though. <laughs> you know, I can't even they had do somebody it. Somebody sitting there with the waveform, like oh, yeah. cutting every. Mati- oh my gosh, meticulously cutting out. Hey, the it was job creation programs for NPR. Slurping. From, yes. Uh-huh. Maybe that's the guy who invented SoundForge. Eventually, was like, "This is awful. This is I need to, to I develop some software anymore. to do this yeah. for." Them. But, anyways, uh, even um, uh, in in yeah, see, I just did it now. Mm-hmm. But I can't do it while I'm talking, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't know if I've noticed that on on NPR. I mean, I've, I listen to Amy Goodman. I listen to Fresh Air sometimes if I catch it. Uh, I think maybe now in the in the 21st century, maybe they, they cut it out. Yeah. Well, maybe they bought less sensitive microphones, or they give all the radio hosts some water or something, so they can kind of, <laughs> <laughs> you know, our like, budget. Hey guys, our budget increased. <laughs> we got cups for your water. Yay, we, we have water. You know? Oh my gosh, this is the best job ever. Yes, we have a, a screw device uh, that comes from Lake Michigan, and but even Archimedes mo- screw was invented <laughs> and reinvented. But even movies and televisions were like the the leads kiss. And they make that. Well, they probably did that on purpose. They probably cranked the the, the volume up on that. Sure. Yeah. Oh, they did that. Yeah. Um. Well, uh. Anyways. You know what it reminds me of is that that <clears throat> SNL parody, <laughs> like the sweaty, sweaty salty balls. balls. That was like, uh, um, Molly, Alec Baldwin, Shannon, and Alec Baldwin. Yeah, that was their. That it was that was a pretty funny bit that they it's every time he came back and they. I think they kind well, of played they, up on that. They were like and. You know, they very much nailed the. We're NPR going per- to be making suet pine cones on this week's show. This is na- back to nature. I'm very excited for this. We're gonna we're gonna make some s- tasty snacks for the sparrows in winter. Mm. Are you ready? Get your pine cones. I have my pine cones. Get some lard. Mm-hmm. Now roll the pine cone, push it right in there, and really squeeze mm. the lard. It's between. really squishy. It is, and then it, you know, it works better if you warm up the lard. Mm. Okay, and that you makes can do sense. That, that makes you sense. You can do that if you have a quadruple boiler. Oh, and you can get those at Martha Stewart's. Uh, oh no, not store. see there. You jumped the shark. They would never talk about Martha Stewart's oh. collection on. <laughs> All right, Ma- cooking I, suet. With I blew Molly. it. <laughs> you need to think. I was your trying to think of Son- Sonoma. The, the see, I don't know store names anymore. I, you know, I haven't been to the mall really like in two, Sonoma. three years. Seriously, have you ever been to Mall of America? Uh, yeah, I've been to Mall of America. Ugh. Sure. What? I'd probably go back. You know what? I was just invited to. I was just invited to a birthday party at the mall. At the mall. Get out of here. At Build a Bear. Oh my god! Can you imagine? 
Can I you imagine me? And I have to bring my two kids. I'm going to walk out of there, and then we'll probably have lunch You're gonna or dinner. You're going to drop $50 at oh, the more mall. More than that. On Come on. A couple of bears. Freaking bears. And, and, of course, oh, we need an outfit. And sparrows. And Logan's going to be, For an extra $5, you can get the shoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. No, the shoe. The shoe. For an extra $5, you get the other shoe. <laughs> well, we can't. Have I shoe. can't believe. It takes all kinds, I guess. But I can't believe Build-A-Bear is still around. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. But I mean, it seems like kind of a fun t- uh, fun thing to do, maybe, but it seems really expensive, too. Well, I was told that, um, I mean, if you think about it, okay, so if you have a birthday party at the Bouncy Town or the pool or the Chuck E. Cheese's or whatever, um, you're invited, and usually the, the, the party throwing the, the party yep. um, will pay like $100 or $150. Yeah, they usually cover everything except for maybe the game. Okay, so apparently like at the party it's like, okay, we're invited. Everybody gets a bear, maybe? Everybody gets uh, $25 gift certificate to uh, spend okay. however they want. So Jeez. it's like, well... But is that gonna? What is that gonna? Co- what, that's gonna cover one shoe, you know? <laughs> oh, you know, oh, and that's the low end shoes. Here we have we have the shoe case. Actually, it's gonna be like, well, for twenty five dollars, you can get yourself the stuffed keychain bear. Mm-hmm. But if you really mm-hmm. want to get a good stuffed animal that your daughter will love you for, yeah. you're gonna need to go up to the fifty dollar model, and yes. then we can start talking about accessories. Hey, little girl, what's your name? First Hi, of all, Lily. Would well, you... Do you think your papa loves you? <laughs> what do you think he's gonna get you? Now, if you want a set of eyes, we're going to have to yeah, add right. another ten. The bear story I was talking about before, the stuffed bear. Oh yes. Hey, maybe I could do that with those build a bears. What? The what I was talking about with the uh, with the RFID oh. chip uh, reader. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Because actually, I read a book called Maker Makers mm-hmm. Makers, um, just a couple like a uh, six months ago or something. It was fantastic. It was really mm-hmm. good. And these guys did this. They built like um, they built a, a an RFID reader. Right. And they basically stuck RFID tags on everything in their house like scissors and rulers and and their car keys and everything and so and they had these little they, they actually they, they put them inside of um garden gnomes dwarves oh okay and they had them sitting you know around and they would they they had voice recognition so they could actually just go up to these garden gnomes and say hey where are my keys and the garden would say and it would find it you oh. know, because it would know where it is. It was like, it's, it's over there. It wouldn't like follow. It wouldn't walk over there. Well, but it would obviously. be like, it's underneath. It's in the couch cushions on the left or something, you know, that, I mean, how cool is that? And it's, it's totally in the, in the realm of possibility, you know, I need RFID for my TV remote control. Do you awesome. lose that thing a lot? Oh my gosh. But that means I would have to tag every piece of furniture. Actually, that's doable. No, that's... you just tag the tag the thing, and then you could have like you could like tag the you could get the spatial coordinates of your room, mm-hmm. and then you could you could figure out those space. You could draw a grid, mm-hmm. write some software, and align the grid to like you know numbering system or whatever, and say it's and then like like Battleship mm. A four. And then you'd be like, oh, it's it's by the lamp. It's within yeah. And then it's like within a, a two foot radius of that. Yeah. Well, you could even do that. Yeah. Oh, I just had something else to think about too, and I just forgot. Oh, oh, you said that uh, the uh, the thing that you lose the most is, uh, is it, would you say that's the thing you lose the most? Is uh, my remote control? Yeah, yeah. The th- you know, it's funny that uh, I might have you, and I mean that's kind of a running joke. That's like a that's a stereotype of things that people lose. I mean, if there was, I mean, if you were gonna make a movie mm-hmm. and it was like, okay, we need something that people lose a lot, it would be like keys, keys or the remote, remote control. right? Yep. Okay. You know what the funny thing is? Is that the thing that I lose the most? Your children. Yes. <laughs> Your children. 
Damn it. You can see right through me. What am I, the invisible man? Kid, oh, God, not again. That's why I have to wear clothes, because otherwise. Uh, well, I don't know. What do you forget the most? You forget your Not uh, forgetting. Wallet. Not forgetting. I didn't say forgetting. Oh, Lewis. Lose. Your wallet. Nope. Uh, you're, you're, you don't wear a watch. You're, nope. You're, I don't know. My mind. I lose my mind. <laughs> oh, uh, no. RFID it's a little piece of wood at the store. It's a wedge that holds the door open. Oh, okay. Every day, I wedge the door open, and <laughs> I have my store, you know, and it's, well, when it's when it's warm. Mm-hmm. And in the mornings when I when I do have to like load all the mm-hmm. crap out, I need to have that door open. And I take that wedge in and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna put it right here. I'm gonna put it right here and I'm gonna find it tomorrow morning. The next day I come in, I'm like, it's in a different place. It's on the floor over here, it's underneath the computer, it's on top of the computer, it's behind the monitor, it's it's crazy. <laughs> the monitor. I don't know how that happens. I, I'm Gremlins. Like, I try to think every day. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna put it right here. And the first thing I do when I come in the morning, I'm like, all right, I gotta prop the door open and pull all that stuff outside. Let me ask you this though, before we go on to the subject of something else, bears, like turkeys, bears. Hey, um, drop us a line at tfi at tficast.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, uh, whoever you are out there, we know you're out there, and we'd love it if you are hearing us, hearing from us. I want to. If go- you want to join us, just Skype in. Skype right now. in. The yeah. numbers. The numbers four. Just, four. just type that on your Skype and. Wow, I, we are. Yeah. we're hot. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, only yeah. number four. I was on the internet early, at an early time, so you know I got all those low numbers. You were good friends with uh, Joe Skypington. Yeah, the the guy that invented the internet. I can't think of his name. Though. Oh, Al Gore. Al Gore. Yes. I was going to talk about your wedge. Okay. Oh. And I'm wondering if you are like me with your tools, where I oh, will yeah. put up some shelves. And I will go grab my drill and a drill bit and the level and screwdriver, whatever other tools I need. And then as I finish, I put things down in various locations. I step back. I observe my work, pat myself on the back, and then leave. Two weeks later, I'm like, oh, where's my level? Where's my drill? Why isn't it in my toolbox? And then I realize, mm-hmm. you know, after searching the entire house, that it's exactly where I left it when I was working on the shelves. Mm-hmm. I have... I don't know what it is, and I try to consciously tell myself that this time is going to be different. As I every time I finish using a tool, I'm going to put it away. Put it back in the box. Yeah. Well, but, I actually have like I four. I what I end up doing is like <laughs> buying more multiple, especially those ruler things. Yeah. Those uh, tape, uh, measures. tape measures. Oh my gosh, I have a dozen of them, and I can never find one when I need. It. Or 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 those knives, the uh, the the, yeah, the, yeah. the carpet knives or whatever they're yeah, called. Yeah. I have 15 of those, 15 of them, no, no more, no less. And I, if you needed one, if if you were if if you were tied down to a railroad track with some twine and, and I, I said, oh, I'll, I'll, I can cut you off there. And here comes the train. I'd be like, I can't I find no one. I have no idea where just, it is. Maybe I you just could bought one I last know. week. I, just, I bought three of them. I, I put one in each of the locations <laughs> where I usually use them. And I used them all, and then I left them somewhere else. And then I put them where I thought I would find them because all that the right. location where I put them wasn't probably good enough because I it was too far to go. So this know, time I'm going to set them behind the refrigerator because that's just a weird place. I'm going to remember yeah, that next right, time. Right. And then when I get there, I'm like, why is this behind the kitchen? Yeah. Well, kids, so kids. when I, I came up with this idea that I would have like three different toolboxes. Like Uh-oh. I have a toolbox at at work, uh-huh. and I have a toolbox in the basement, mm-hmm. and I have a toolbox. In the garage. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, now, okay, I'm going to keep my tools, mm-hmm. you know, in those. One of those, mm-hmm. the one, and mm-hmm. and I even have, like, multiple Multiples of boxes. the same tool. I have multiple oh, toolboxes. Okay, okay. I have, like, 
Of course, Mike has my electrical box right Ooh, now. Geez, see, that's I made this good. huge electrical box. It had all my electrical, and then I made a plumbing box, and I made wow. a general toolbox. I was actually pretty good about organizing my tool. Well, okay, I worked for Viridian Homes for a while for for the guy for the trim guy. Right. And you know what? I I learned about construction. Hmm. Construction is not about knowing how to build things. Construction is knowing how to organize your tools. Okay. I mean, to go along with this whole makes conversation. Sense. Makes sense. Seriously, if if because. There are certain tools that are used for certain things, mm-hmm. and if you don't keep track of that tool, and you don't put it back, and you don't keep it in good shape, and you don't have five extra ones, you're not going to be able to do you that. You are going to you're going to be stuck, and you're going to be like, I, I got to go to Menards. Yep, I got to I got to stop and work and go and buy three more. I'm going to buy five of them, mm-hmm. and they're six dollars a piece. All right, I'm going to spend thirty bucks. And I'm going to have five of them. I'm going to put them. Oh, I got this big toolbox. I'm going to put them in this one. I'm going to label it. Put them in there. I'm going to use it. Okay, and then I'm going to go do something else for a while, and then I'm going to come back, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to need it again, and I'm going to, oh, I can't find the one. Well, right. I got four others. I That's got four okay. others, you open it up, they're all gone. What <laughs> happened? I put four. Okay, I got them. Hey, guys, I'll be... Gotta go you to want anything? You want a soda? I'm gonna, yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's the that's construction for you right there. Seriously. I, I believe it. I've gotten to the point now where, I mean, there's only a few things that I work on. So, like, there's the pinball table. There's my scooter. There's various video game things all of my little project things and the tools that i have are generally universal throughout all of those projects screwdrivers yeah screwdrivers pliers needle nose pliers and yeah. all that sort of stuff but it's gotten to the point where i've strongly considered buying a little tiny box and then just supplying it with the tools that i need for that so if i need a phillips screwdriver for each of my projects each box gets a phillips <laughs> yeah, screwdriver and they're two dollars well you know four dollars yeah if i need a, a socket wrench each toolbox gets a sec well, a whole set? Not a whole set. But, like, actually, it got to my, my moped. It needs three different kinds. So I'm like, screw it. I should yep. just buy three different yep. kinds. Buy the three that you need. Put them in there. And then that's the, the tool. Uh, and you can even, I mean, isn't there, like a, isn't there like a little seat? Yeah, there is. You just throw that box underneath that, the seat. A tiny, or even like a, like a, oh, my brother gave me the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got it's got the socket. Not, it's, well, it's got a socket wrench set. But then mm-hmm. the, it's got the actual wrenches, like for the car. Oh, see, I don't have any of those. A full set. Yeah, and then there's like it's it's uh it's like jean or it's like heavy canvas material. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it rolls up. And it rolls yeah. up. You put a rubber band around it. Bang! You got your metric set. You got your American set. I need something. And like that. there they and it's like two little burritos. Oops! And it's got <laughs> anywhere from you know six millimeter all the way up to like fourteen millimeter. Sure. And they're sure. all just rolled up in there. Oh my god, they're fantastic. Yeah, and it, you look for them, and they're they're kind they're of expensive. Well, they're kind of junky too. Well, I, the ones, I don't know where he got these, but they're they're pretty nice ones. I think the I nice mean, ones are pretty expensive. You could probably go expensive. into in a business making those because I mean, although you know what people do nowadays, What's that? people don't use tools very much, right? But they think that they need the tools and they want to fill up their garage because they have a lot of disposable income. Okay. And so they buy those huge, oh, those big red things. Yes. Yeah, and then they chest. wheel them around. They're like, "Look, look at this! Tools. I got all my tools." And it's like, "Hey, when was the last time you?" Uh, when I bought it. <laughs> can I, I can I, I borrow? I your put s- I put the red toolbox together with it. Yeah. Can I borrow your six millimeter uh, uh, wrench? Ooh, <laughs> I might need that. Uh, you know, I might know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you're talking because I actually walk by those big red things. I'm like, a guy could do a lot of good. Yeah, I don't know. You know, yeah. it just I don't have a place. Give for yourself it. five more years, you'll have one. It seems so static. 
Yeah. You know, I don't know. It just seems like that would be where all of the tools I never use go. And all the tools that I use would be, would be laying all over, all over yeah, the house. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Why do I have all these nine and a half millimeter wrenches and yeah. no Phillips screwdrivers? This and thing you, is stupid. That would just be like the thing that every year I would empty out and give to Goodwill. Like, okay, this is the stuff I don't use. <laughs> yeah. No, you uh you had uh you had a thing you wanted to talk about. Right. Bears. Bears. Well, we talked about bears. Did we? Did we talk about the RFID chip? Yeah. Uh, oh, well, a little bit, yeah. I mean, okay. You know what really gave me the idea? First of all, it was Maker, the, the magazine. Second of all, there was a magazine. Uh, it was a fat catalog. It was a quarter-inch catalog. Mm-hmm. That of, came of in the mail. And oh my god! It was it's called Shoppington or Buyington or something <clears throat> like that. Seriously, welcome to Buyington. Oh my god! What seriously? will you be buying today? That's exactly what it's called. And they have Sony, Canon. They have Apple stuff. They, I mean, it's uh, and it's oh, so expensive. It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh okay, unbelievably expensive. It's just just really expensive gadgets. But are they then, gadgets or cameras or? Like it's what? everything. Everything in toys and the toys were just crap. They were the same crappy plastic pumped out junk that they've been pumping out for for the last 20 years to the kids like big pink plastic houses and big pink ride-on toys and mm-hmm. just crap plastic crap that it's a Buy 44 dollars and it seriously it was something like that okay. shoppington shopping shoppington shoppington or buyington or something Welcome like to that. shoppingtons we're not even trying to hide it anymore i'm telling you it's crazy it it i forget the name of it exactly. hey sir you want to get your shop on uh-huh. It was it, so. There's this junk that just right. you, that keep people buy for Christmas. We should make gives, a spoof on that. Make a magazine gets, called Junkingtons. Junkingtons, yes. With just like all this really you, real yeah. crap, like or nature, naturetons. Like, hey kids, it's free sunshine. <laughs> Please, Gra- yeah, beautiful uh, clouds. Look at the cloud, the shapes of the clouds, the sight of a butterfly, mm-hmm. and so on. A hug. How much is a hug? God, <laughs> I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. But anyway, really, is that on. that bad? Oh, it's a little. It's a little. It's a little. little yeah. No. I I am I saw that and I thought you know this is this is horrible. Oh, this the, is horrible that this is that we're we were there in the eighties and maybe the nineties a little bit and that we're still there. And then it's just getting worse. And even though there's this Occupy movement, it's like, hey, come on, you know, this is ridiculous. This the economy is 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 kind of a it's it's going somewhere where we don't really want it to go. And that's what's driving that. That's the basis of that of what's going on up there. It's like this this junk economy that this just pumps junk into people's houses that people don't really need. But it's instant gratification, and then it ends up in the landfill. And uh, people are people have they're, they're not connected to reality anymore, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know. I, maybe maybe I'm not connected to reality, but I I seem to have been pretty constant with that fight for most of my most of my life. I don't know. I don't know, man. This just got really real all of a sudden. Oh my god! <laughs> Whoa! It tastes like cake. Hold on! Don't go there. At least I don't have a stuffing. All right, so let's talk about Thanksgiving then. Oh, yeah. all right. Well, marshmallows. Turkey. And, yeah, yeah. What, what the, the oh, marshmallows and uh, sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes, yeah. yeah. It's, it's you know, sweet combo. potatoes used to Brown make me throw up in my mouth a little bit. I, I always hated them. It was like, well, I like this, the, the flavor of them or somehow the... I'm with you. I could, But you know what? I've gotten to like them in the last uh, while. I can't eat a lot of them. They're like too rich somehow. There's something about them that is just too rich. But I, I what I'll do is I'll, I'll peel them. I'll slice them up into slices and like put olive oil and garlic and oregano and thyme and uh, 
Cajun powder all over them, and then I'll bake them in the oven for 20 minutes, and wow. Yeah, they you come know, out really good. I was I like in the them. same boat where sweet potatoes made me ill as well. But then one day uh, I was at somebody's, I was at, uh, I think, what, uh, Jenny's grandmother's house, and she had uh, Country Crock brand uh, sweet potatoes. Oof. And it was this, uh, I got to tell you, this is what turned the corner for me. It's basically like a tub of pureed sweet potatoes and monosodium glutamate oh i'm sure well probably not monosodium glutamate but probably the the high fructose corn syrup something bad was in there uh shoved in you shove the thing in the microwave for like 20 minutes or whatever and out comes like this pureed it's kind of gross when you think about it but everyone's like this is so good this is so good i was like all right you know took a little scoop of it and i gotta be i gotta be honest it was really good. It was delicious. Uh-huh. So then, the next Thanksgiving, I was at some bloody's house. Some somebody's some bloody's house. Some, some bloody house. I don't know. I was, house. I was drunk. I, I was just knocked on the door. I saw, and they invited me in for a little turkey. I had about I twenty points of Guinness. I did right, and I passed out right in the big in the big plate of mashed potato and the mashed sweet potatoes. The sweet potatoes. I woke <laughs> up with sweet potatoes all over my face, and I licked them right off. The dog was licking my face. <laughs> but I thought it was my se- myself. <laughs> uh, there's a little Liverpool in there. No, uh, went to somebody's house, probably my parents' house, and they had, you know, the skins on, like cut in half, and uh, a little brown sugar and butter. And I was like, ooh, this is the real thing, and these are even better. So, I don't know. I, you know, it took some junk food to kind of help me go around the corner. Now I see the the country crock stuff, and I'm kind of like, well, but, what it know. what it could be is that your your palate that's also matured, very true. and and yeah. you weren't willing to try and sure. that 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 kind of pushed you into that so and there were these weird orange potatoes that my parents were trying to get me to eat and i was like what i can eat those yeah i i just wonder if i'll ever get past the, the almond or the um the pecans and the walnuts i doubt it though what what is wrong with it. pecans and walnuts no we can't i can't do it. I, pecan pie I used to, I used to, oh god oh, yeah. the, I, that's like that's like poop <laughs> pie to me that's like somebody eating a Pie made out of oh poop. my god! I just can't do it. It's it's disgusting. <laughs> what? I, I just... will eat any other food on the face. Of, I will eat eels. <laughs> I will eat. In fact, I love smoked eel sushi. What, what's a universally? I will eat raw meat. I ate a bunch of raw meat the other day. I will eat uh, Hang on a snails. I will what's, eat anything. What is squid. a a universally enjoyed food? Peanuts. I mean, there's people that have peanut allergies. No, but God, no. Really? People hate peanuts? I would say hot dogs, maybe. Noodles. 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 noodles potatoes. Buttered noodles. Yes, buttered noodles. <laughs> That's pretty much the universally loved No, food. I guess so. Bread. How about bread? Bread. That okay. is worldwide. Everybody makes some form of bread with, with a Not flour. Not liking walnuts or pecans, to me, is the same as finding bread disgusting. There's some people that find bread disgusting. I'm sure there are some people. You know that what? Find there bread. are and other people that people don't are like few walnuts. And, far and, between. There are, and the walnut and pecan thing. There I are people that I should start a. You know what? That's that's another thing I want to do. I want to start like 20 websites. Sure. I just want to go. Oh, I have a. I have an idea for people for against something. walnuts. Well, just people that don't like walnuts or pecans. The P D W P. How can you not like pecans or walnuts? I don't make, like pecans make, and walnuts. Like what? What's the, okay? So I'll tell you a food that I don't like. Okay. Um, I don't like 
t- tomatoes, raw tomatoes. Oh my god! Well, that's not that's not a good because I like them sometimes and I don't like them other times. Let me think of a food I don't I hate. Um, You're kind of a flippy flopper, aren't you? You're well, a little bit of a flopper, a flapper, a waffler. Like a slice of tomato on my sandwich or burger, I'll eat. But oh god! Like, but like With some s- fresh mozzarella, a little bit of olive oil and salt and pepper, and oh my god, fresh basil. <laughs> And pecan pie. I guess there's not much uh, um, food that I don't like. Maybe sushi. Well, you know what? Pe- pecans and walnuts are not food. They're 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 like a like they're like a, they're they're like an accoutrement. They're they're a, 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 a nut. It's a snack. Yeah, they're, yeah. Okay, they're a snack. Sure. Right. Oh. Okay. How about this, Mister? I don't. I like everything, Mister Snacky Pants. How about those black or orange? Peanut butter candies. Oh, I don't like those. Oh, because uh, we—I was just listening to that particular podcast, and you were like, "Oh my And I was like, "You know what? The ones with the with the peanut butter in the middle. Ugh. They don't have peanut butter. I'm like, they have peanut butter. Oh, I guess I never got that far. I'm like, well, if you would get that far, they're matter. not that bad. I never got that far because I spit them out because they're right. so disgusting. Oh my god! But those are. But I can tell they're, you, they're why. not like delicious. But no, they're they're, they're horrible. O- well, they're okay. A, it's tex- they're not as bad as pecans. Texture. Flavor, texture, and flavor. Exactly the Ugh. same reason I don't like walnuts and pecans. But they're like walnuts and pecans don't no, have they're any like flavor. Sm- they're smeary and they're they're not, they're not they're crunchy. crunchy. No, 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 they're not. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Almonds when they're roasted and dried. Peanuts when they're roasted and dried are crunchy. Those are crunchy nuts. Pecans, well, pecans are kind of crunchy, but well, they they have it's it's they they cleave funny. They're not. It's not crunch. All right, there's not all right, a crunch. It's like a sh- it's they're like a sliding mushy, crunch. Though. Yeah, okay. No, they're not okay, mushy, okay. but they're I don't like it. I mean macadamia nuts are I think maybe that's what it's the texture more than anything. And then it's and then the flavor. It's like well, uh, I but, I don't know. I can't do it. But let me tell it. you the nuts that I don't like. Pistachios. What what's, are you catching? What's the other nut that's kind of funky flavored that you like that I don't like? Pista- cashews. Oh, cashews. Ugh. Oh, see Ugh. I love cashews. Flavor cuz they got that Well, now what are you ripping my because I have a walnut hole so big for reason for not liking them flavor. Means All right. Well, you know what? To each their own. I'm not saying you're you know crazy or anything. But you, I, if you don't like two kinds of nuts, and I don't like two kinds of nuts. You My God, we're but, both crazy. Everybody's crazy. All right. I'm not crazy. You're the one that's crazy. Institutionalized. All I wanted was a Pepsi. And she almonds. You don't like almonds. I I used to not like almonds. That's why. Okay, this whole thing started because you didn't like sweet potatoes, and then you. Like started about, liking sweet potatoes. What about those big? I never liked almonds, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I think the reason I didn't like almonds because my mom would make this Brazil cake. Eh, they're okay when they're salted pretty heavily. I had some at Samba yeah. that were pretty good. They were like very, very heavily seasoned and spiced and like, like roasted. Like dry. party mix. Party mix is usually like yeah, all of those nuts. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's like fifty percent peanuts, but then the other fifty yeah. percent is all the other kind of nuts, but heavily salted and roasted. Uh, and I I never liked almonds because. My mom would like, get the sliced ones and then bake them on a cake or something. And they would like get soft, and then they would get kind of chewy. That actually sounds pretty good. I didn't like that. Ooh. Soft and chewy. When when Damn. they're dried mm-hmm. and they're the crunchy, crunchy, or they're like those roasted ones with the with the sugar all over them, like you get at the. Oh uh, my gosh. Oh yeah, those are good. I'll eat those. Those are really good because okay. they're because they, you bite those and it's like crunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are good. I like the mm-hmm. I like that. I like that crunch, but somehow the texture of walnuts and pecans is just like. Like I said, it cleaves funny. It like, it's like butter that's been compressed, and, and then it instead and of dried. crunching, it kind of crushes. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, 
I get yeah. that. I get that. And I don't mind that texture. I kind of enjoy that every time I eat a, nope. a walnut. Just, not, something I, about I don't, it, I don't it like it. Okay. All right. Fair and enough. And texture is big for me for foods because I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not really classically trained, but I was a cook for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so I understand the, 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 the interplay between flavor and, and texture. It's Texture's very, very huge. important in food. Yes. Yeah. It's very, and, and that it's like counterpoint. It's like, oh, a little bit of crunchy. Uh, that's why, that's why um, Asian cooking is, is, is so good. Uh, even though it's kind of a little bit misunderstood in this country, it's because it's it uses opposites, mm. and there's there's actually like uh, like sweet and sour, sweet and sour, hot and hot and salty, hot and hot and sweet, hot and um, different all the different combinations. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, savory and hot, savory and sweet, crunchy and savory not. and salty. Well, and then th- those are just flavor combinations. Right. But then there's like, yeah, then there's texture combinations right. of crunchy, crunchy and soft. soft, and and uh, wet, dry, uh, yeah, yeah, and and you know, building those is like it's like writing a good piece of software or writing a good novel, mm-hmm. right? It's like, it, wow, this really works, or or making a good movie, it's right? A tapestry, it is, it's, it's, yes, yeah, yes, yes, or or like roll making a good suet pine cone. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. have to you have to balance those nuts and seeds so that the birds aren't like, whoa, I'm not eating that. <laughs> That's too crazy for me. There's too many flavors going on in that suet pine cone. There's thing. way too many sunflower seeds on this side. <laughs> it doesn't have a good balance. Yeah, forget it. Let's let's go to the let's go to Miss Johnson's yard. She knows how to roll yeah, a suet is. pine cone. Uh, so chickens don't eat suet pine cones, do they? Mm-hmm. Suet depends on what you throw in what the pan. What is suet? Suet's cool. not lard, is it? I thought suet was just like a Fat. Mix, mixture of seeds. Yeah, but no, it's like a fat. It's something keeps it together. Oh. It's like fat. So it is like fat, rendered fat. But, but I don't know if it's a, if it's a meat <clears throat> fat. I don't think because pe- I don't think birds would eat meat fat, would they? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. It's like birds a vegetable fat. Picky, though, do you vegetable, think? huh? You think birds are all that picky? Yeah, birds are vegetarians. They wouldn't eat. I mean, if there was like bacon, I don't think the sparrow would eat bacon, would it? <laughs> I think you'd be surprised. If you could sparrow- probably make bacon out of sparrows. <laughs> if a sparrow oh, got a sparrow hungry bacon. enough, sparrow got hungry enough, you'd probably eat some bacon. If you cut it up in little tiny pieces from the bird feeder, <laughs> made it look like seeds. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that'd be, kinda, that'd be a good experiment to run. I, that, you could probably do a, a PhD. Well, my thesis is: uh, will 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 what what will happen to sparrows if they are fed from birth nothing but. Bacon uh, bits. Bacon bits. <laughs> <laughs> you go outside and it's like that scene in the birds I'm to raise from Hitchcock a, where yeah. there's just uh, all the phone lines are lined up with birds waiting for you to put out the bacon bits. Eerily quiet. You could make uh, you could make car- cannibalistic bird, like carn- carnivore birds. Yeah, that <laughs> we hunger for fresh. Angry bird. Angry birds. Here we go. We could we could literally Purple make pigs, angry birds. Green pigs. They're eating pigs. Well, they have a reason though. They're yeah, because the angry birds. Have you, you played that game a lot? Yeah, everybody plays. Sure. That yeah. That's amazing. That's that's. Oh, I just I, under my breath there. Um, that that is a that is a that's a what, cultural what, phenomenon. Yes, yes. What would what would have been the last one before that? You think would would any of the Atari games or anything have have have? Uh, well, I mean, that? if you look in the hit Mario Pac Man. Yeah, but those weren't as those oh. weren't as wide because the, you had to buy like a special piece of equipment, and it was only kids, and it was like the 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 old generation was like, I'm not. That's ridiculous. That's kids stuff. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Now it's like everybody that has a phone well, basically but, has played Angry Birds. Yeah, I mean, don't give me. Okay, so before that, it's it was like baseball. worldwide. Okay. Oh yeah. You know, but but what I mean. Okay, but that's kind of stuck with us because it's like physical and real. Well, I can't see like we're having <laughs> we're gonna have Angry Birds 
World Series, like in you know in in two thousand forty. You're asking like what what was like previous cultural phenomenons? I picked Mario and Pac Man because you can go into a store right now and see Mario and Pac Man toys, lunch boxes, uh, t shirts, sweatshirts. And pretty much everybody is going to universally recognize what those characters are, whether or not they play the video game. Now, in, in terms of like actually experiencing the gameplay and understanding the mechanics behind it, you're right. Mario and Pac-Man aren't in the same category as Angry Birds because Angry Birds is so much more accessible. You can give a 12-year-old a phone or you can give a, you know, a 90-year-old a phone and they'll be able to ooh, figure out, "Oh, you would launch the bird. Oh my, whoa, look at the bird. He's so cute. He's Oh, he need Oh, it's a good one. Oh, he hit the pig. Oh, it's a good one. I can't wait for the next level. So, <laughs> so I picked out baseball because baseball is all, I mean, you know, baseball. Yeah, no, that was a good one. Old people and young ooh, people play one. baseball. So, yes. But it's not. It's it's a different. I mean, I, I, well, I, I'm I'm trying to get a grasp a handle here on. Like, on, what's the last thing that was? No, no, the no, no. Same no I, I, I've kind of moved Nothing. on from that. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm trying to I, I'm trying to figure out what, how, where our how our society is changing and where it's going to go because we're kind of moving into this digital age where everything is 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 computerized and it's not quick. physical. It's not real. It's quick ah, and accessible. Eh. Yeah, that's that's the appeal of Angry Birds. It's 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 digital though. It's not real. Mm. It's not real. You can't go and play Angry Birds with. You can't say, "Hey, you guys, we're gonna we're gonna go out uh, tonight and we're gonna play kick the can. We're gonna play a little bit of uh, baseball. with a pickup game of baseball. It's not like you get a bunch of guys together. That's and say, hey, incorrect. We got a pickup game of Angry Birds. They sell Angry Birds the board game, so you could literally go out with your buddies yeah, and play Angry Birds the board game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's different. People though. don't go out and play kick the can because you can or buy. An, you can I buy never a... played kick the can or baseball after hours. Well, see, I did. You played kick the can. What the hell's kick the can? Kick the can. That's like where okay. So there's one person that's chosen, and they have to watch this can. Mm-hmm. There's like a, it's like an old soup can or whatever. It's in the middle of the street and it's mm-hmm. dark, and then there's five, ten other kids or whatever, and they go run and hide, okay. And then the guy that's watching the can has to go and find one of the other people that are hiding, but he has to keep an eye on the can because if he's like away from the can and he's trying to find somebody and somebody can run out and kick the can, then he then he loses. But if he can catch him. It's kind of like tag almost. If he catches mm-hmm. them before they kick the can, then that person has to watch the can. Mm. That sounds like fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a it's a blast. But I, I look. I mean, you got street lights, and you yeah, have yeah. to like you could get away. You so you could play it like you could like run away and then watch the can. And as soon as you saw somebody, you know, run back, and or you could like pretend to like not be looking. And I yeah. I mean, there was a lot of strategy involved with kids. <clears throat> or there was red light, green light. There was there was the ghost. There was a lot of those kids games. You know that. You just get outside and play, and I you can do that anymore. No, I, they sit and play their little games here, and they're they're very in, introverted. I don't know, I, and that's I'm trying to get get a handle on that, like how our society is changing from from the social interaction uh, to kind of the isolation. It feels like, and there is a lot of social interaction, but it's always very very structured and organized, and there and kids are expected to. To to um, uh, to 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 provide to no to uh, perform in a in a in a in a manner that's prescribed, 
uh, oh, soccer. Okay, well, you're going to play soccer. Okay, well, we, you have to wear this uniform, and we're going to drive you over here, and then you're going you're gonna to play this position, and you're going to make sure that the ball doesn't come past you here. And there's all these other kids, and they're doing the same thing. And Okay, or, or, or gymnastics, you have to, like, do this. And, I mean, yeah, okay, that's great. But somehow that free play, I, I, I don't know. That's, maybe, that's, maybe that's what sharpens a, a society into uh or that's that's what's made the human beings better than animals because we're we we can we can do that you know we we, we're making ourselves better our lives better but and maybe i'm a member of the old generation that that's like you know what is that really better i don't know and and i'm kind of i'm kind of being pulled in and this is to me right now what i'm talking about is something that i've actually kind of been talking about and feeling and thinking about like almost every episode of the podcast and in my life for the last 10 years and a lot of people that I talk to it's like that's kind of the way I feel is that things are changing and and I'm feeling really old you know and these kids are growing especially now with kids that age it's like I'm seeing that I'm like I don't did I was I is it it's different it's different no really well here's my take all right here's my take yes go uh video games have been around for a long time and when I was a kid, I used to like playing video games a lot, sitting down in the basement and, and whatnot. But still, I had a desire as a kid, and it'll be interesting to see as we move forward how our kids react to this. But I had a very strong desire to, when I was allowed to not be in the house, to not be in the house. So, like on weekdays, I would have a curfew of seven or eight o'clock or whatever. How old were you at this point? Um, I got a yes. Sixth grade, probably, so 11, 10, 10, 11-ish. Um, and I had a Nintendo and everything. I had a, I had a Commodore 64 and a Nintendo in my bedroom. But yet, on those weeknights, when I had a curfew of 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock, I was out until 8 o'clock. And I, you know, I remember looking at my watch going, Oh, my God, I got seven minutes to get home. And I'd run from the stop and go or wherever the heck we were hanging out, you know, run home and... Oh, and they'll get in the kitchen door, kind of slide up, look. Oh, my God, it's 8.02, and I kind of tiptoe in. And, you know, the parents were like, you know, it's close enough. You know, they, I would never get busted on it. And then they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, go do your homework or whatever it was. And so that that never really left. I mean, I always liked playing video games and cloistering myself or uh, Cocoon. even, cocooning myself in my bedroom. But it was more out of like oh, I want to be here with my parents. Oh, they're so oh, they and they're they're rules and they're oppressing me. And uh, I just want to like get out, get away, and, get away and, and hang out with friends. I mean, I I hope that that's universal. I mean, I can't imagine that Angry Birds is a replacement for hanging out with with friends, even if it's just drinking Slurpees in front of Stop and Go, which is what I basically used to do. For yeah, no, that's not what I was talking about. Well, I think it is. No, I I didn't I mean to use Angry Birds as a as a as no. a touch point for that though. I mean, it kind of brought that on. It's more of a general feeling about our culture of what's going on. I mean, Angry Birds was just kind of a a, a that was like the very tip of the iceberg. That was like, yeah, hey, that reminded me. Where of, do you of play what's Angry Birds? You play Angry Birds on the everywhere. <laughs> you play it while you're waiting for things. You play it while you're pooing. Yeah. You play it anywhere, everywhere. Yeah, but I mean, well, when you're obsessed with it, it's like, oh, I gotta finish. I gotta well, finish I mean, when you get level. to those last levels, you're like, oh, you know what I'm doing tonight? I'm gonna finish. The- oh, I won! I got that last pig. <sighs> now what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a new one. Uh, there's a new Angry Birds. Oh, there's a new on. add-on. But I mean, what? I guess I don't. What's what's your? I mean, there's a general movement in culture to be more technologically inclined. 
everything in my opinion has gotten at least for me like much more impatient and and much more uh, results oriented like i need results and i need them now i don't want to wait instant gratification instant gratification but i also think that that society as a whole has an instant gratification um not requirement but almost expects instant gratification almost expects like if i ask you a question that you're going to know the answer or you're going to instantly go find me the answer rather than like thinking on it, looking it up and getting back to me in a week. Because in a week, I probably will have completely forgotten what I asked you. Well, that and it probably won't on, even matter. That depends on the situation. If it's a debate, like a political debate I'm or something. About, I'm just talking about, I'm talking, I'm literally, I'm talking about life in general at this point. Well, that's, but the, that, that's the way I feel. Anyways. Okay. Well, okay. At that point, then maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay. Uh, oh my gosh, I was my mind was kind of a blank while I was listening to you, but I wasn't listening to you. No, I, I was. No, I was. My mind was a blank because. Okay, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna clarify that because usually, when I am listening to you, I'm thinking about what I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. and so then my mind is full. But my mind was a blank because I was listening to you. Oh, okay. So I was actually being. <laughs> I was courteous. kidding. I was kidding. I was kidding. Um. And now I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. Um, what did you? What was? What, what did you say? Uh, Angry Birds. You played on the toilet. No, 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 no. What did you just say? Like two seconds ago. Uh, I said that results oriented. You might get me the oh. answer, but I okay. Won't so care it it kind of depends on on what the situation is, right? And if it's even if it's okay. So if it's like a political debate or something, of course you're going to want an instant answer that that placates your constituency or your debater or or whatnot or the or the moderator of the of the debate or whatnot okay so that's that particular but if it's just friends talking then i think the point is is to kind of kind of uh know a little bit more about that other person so you want their opinion right so if you ask a question i mean i I, i'm assuming your question is not gonna be what was the average uh, rainfall in the Amazon rainforest uh, in, in 1600s? Uh, it's like, uh, you know what? I'm going to give you a wild, crazy guess, and this is why. Because I heard that uh, the uh, the city of Mexico um, is, is the Amazon. No, that's a different city, isn't it? Uh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. The, the earth was warmer then. And <laughs> blah, I think so we had two inches higher. Two inches higher, yeah. yeah. Okay, so it, it, things things like that, like conversations like that between people, are, is is kind of a, a a banter to kind of get to know somebody else and and sharpen your own reality. That's I've been using that term a lot, like sharpen the sword of reality, which sounds like kind of a weird phrase but if you think about it we must find reality and kill it with our sword no that's what that's what rea- that's what a conversation is though is because or not a conversation necessarily because conversations there's difference between conversation and a communication communication is just i'm going to go to the store and yeah. buy some eggs and the conversation is hey do we a need anything exchange do we need, of a, ideas do we need anything from the store uh yes, i don't know what, what should we have tomorrow yeah okay we have to have okay so when you when you're trying to come to a conclusion with another person, when you're when you're trying to figure something out, a problem, one person comes up with something and the other person has to come up. Mm-hmm. So you there it's like it's like you have this big piece of steel that's like the idea and you're each on one side of it. And then you shave a little bit off on this side and you put your point across. Oh, and then the other person says, Oh well yeah, but let's blah, 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 blah. and so you're like sharpening this blade to mm-hmm. move into the future to cut through 
your sharp, the your sharp, yes, the the junk. Yes, you're 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 trimming the short ones. There you go. That's a <laughs> reference to Thanksgiving's gone by. <laughs> was it a Thanksgiving? Whatever. It was like the week before Thanksgiving. Wow, that yeah. was a year ago. It was like three years ago or two years. Oh ago. Oh my gosh, that was a good one though. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, we didn't have what? Geez, what was tonight? Anyway, so yeah, we're sharpening the sword of reality. <laughs> Welcome, folks. Well, hi. My gosh, let's start. Let's start now. And now the podcast begins. So yeah. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, this noise. We're I making can't suet balls. that noise. Uh, it's a zombie noise. Yeah. Zombies. We're all going to become zombies. Well, that is an inevitable conclusion. Star Wars. What's the, new, what's the next big movie coming out? Batman. There's another Batman coming out. Mm-hmm. What a like a new Batman or what? Yeah, like new. It's like like Batman Five or whatever. Well, no, they they rebooted the series, so it would be Batman Three. But it, what it's called? How many Batmans are there though already? Well, there's so there's Batman, Batman Returns, Batman and Robin, Batman. I don't remember. Returns again. Well, there's one where Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Doctor Freeze. And he says, "Ice to meet you." It's really bad. And then there's uh, one with Batgirl, but I think that one was Batman and Robin. I don't know. There was a bunch with uh, Michael Keaton. There was two with Michael Keaton, one with George Clooney, one with Val Kilmer. I think that's it. So maybe just four of kind of like the original franchise. And then there's the new ones with Christian Bale as Batman and. They're the dark, gritty ones. They're the good ones. They're the really good ones. They make billions of dollars. This next movie that they're making, they're projecting, is just going to, like, it's just going to, I don't know, it's going to make lots of buku bucks, lots of money. <laughs> there you go. There you I go. don't, I don't. You got to get into the movies. No. Kid, kid no. the money's in the movies. No, I, no, I don't. Actually, they're not that's, bad. They're that's, good movies. Yeah, okay, billions of dollars for entertainment. And our schools, What what's what's with our school system? Oh, we're cutting budgets. Oh, we can't pay our teachers. Oh, we're cutting the unions. Oh, they can't have collective bargaining. Oh, we should go to privatized schools. Oh, but billions of dollars for Batman movies. <laughs> and what do the kids want to be when they grow up? Batman. Batman. Well, I think we should all that's be Batman. Hilari- is that hilarious? Yes, I it is. Go, I have to go to the bathroom. All right, well, I think we're done anyways. All right. So, good night, folks. Yeah, Put leave on it on your, that happy note there. Go watch bat, Batman. Put your Batman costume on. No, don't. On. Go, don't go watch Batman. Go play Kick the Can. Teach your kids to play Kick the Can. And can you, how about do this? Do a recap of the rules. Because, got to be honest, as a kid, there's never a rule book on how you're supposed to play these, these you know, ghost in the graveyard, kick the can type games. So, okay, so there's a can. You get a can. You get a little soup can or a can, pop can or whatever. You set it out in the street, and usually there's street lights around, right? You get a bunch of kids, and one person is unfortunately chosen to be the can keeper yes and he has to keep an eye on that can uh but what his point is is kind of like in tag or freeze tag or whatever he has to try to get somebody else to be it so he's looking around and seeing where everybody else was hidden and he kind of moves away from the can and usually the can is placed under the stop under the street light or whatever where there's some light you can see it so he moves away uh trying to trying to find somebody hiding behind a tree or a car or whatever and if somebody else sees that he's far enough away then they'll make a jump for the can and that person doesn't notice it whoops and if the guy kicks the can that's like another negative point against the guy that's the 
can everybody gets this, to go hide again and this guy's got yes, to watch, he's the gotta watch the can yeah. again but if this guy runs turns around and he's, he's like watching and oh, oh as soon as he goes and catches him then that guy's that the can guy keeper it. yes all right there you go folks so cool. it's like it with a can it's like tag with a with it's a like can. it with a can tag with it with a can <laughs> it's like it, tag with a can so there you go it's folks. can tag go play some uh kick the can kick the can yeah all right yeah have a good night and uh give us a give us a shoot shoot us something Tell us, give us something to talk about. I mean, we we got fun stuff to talk about, but we always like ideas, right? Yeah, ideas are great. Ideas are great. Yes, they are. <laughs>